Hello and welcome to World Shop Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the stuff that we've been playing or um watching recently. Cody, wait, my name is. I'm just starting that again. I said your name instead of saying my name. I'm here for you, Jordan. I'm here. Hello for you. and welcome to the World Shop Podcast, the podcast where we built worlds based off of roll of a twenty sided die. I'm Jordan, and this is the third time I'm trying this intro. I'm Cody. Yeah, last time I literally said Cody's name instead of my name. So we're off to a good start. So Cody, today we're going to be talking about, well, I mean, in these next few bonus recordings, we're going to be talking about the things we've been recommending to each other. But we're starting off with like the most contentious of the few, and that's Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. And I think we should just go straight into it. So today, like as we're recording this, I, I, I hit the point yesterday where I was like, oh, I'm I'm in the end game. I'm going to be able to record an episode with Jordan about this. And then today I was like watching the credits and I knew there was a post credit scene and... um. Sorry, my mic's a little hot. Um, I knew there was a post-credit scene, you know, because you had told me there was like a lead-in to the sequel, which I guessed wrong about what that lead-in was gonna be. We'll we'll get to that. Oh, um, okay. I I'm like, anyways, that's. We're, I'm we're excited. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm excited and also terrified about this because like yeah, like I said, this has been our most contentious like recommendation, like back and forth. We've been like. Well, off, I think off recording we've like hit agreements, but like all recording, it's been yelling at each other well, a lot. I think that it's like when I interact with something, like the worst thing for me is indifference. Like if I enjoy something, unless it's like transcendently perfect, I'm going to critique it just because yes. that's how I interact with things that I like. So if you told me to play Horizon and I played it for 30 minutes and then I never played it again, which if you want to know a game that's like that, it's The Witcher. Because these yeah. games are basically <laughs> the same thing. I love how we every time we talk about Horizon, it's always like, yeah, you know what? Horizon isn't that kind of sucked. The Witcher. <laughs> well, it's just shocking that to me, if I was going to imagine, like, there are some problems with Horizon that we'll get to. But if I was going to imagine what I thought The Witcher was going to be. It's Horizon Zero Dawn with all of the problems and everything. But instead, what The Witcher is, is way worse than Horizon Zero Dawn. But that's an opinion, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I was like watching the post credit scene as my kid was waking up from his nap. So I was like, come on, come on, come on, get through this. I need to go get my kid, you know. Um, but yeah, finish the game. I was like, OK, I'm excited. I get to talk to Jordan about this. But I feel like you've had the impression that I don't like this game, and I mean, I beat it, so I really like this game. It's a very good game. I understand why everyone loved it. Um, yeah. So, well, well, hold on, hold on. Can you say that one more time? Because that just shocked. Yeah, no, me, I mean, I it was a good game. Like, I really, and I'll say this to me: my peak enjoyment of the game was yesterday. I think to me, it hit like. 10 out of 10 gameplay. This is like the most fun I've had in this game. What what was what was that uh, for you? It was right at the end. It was the Siege of the Nora. Like that whole sequence where um you find out that the Nora are being attacked, you fight the behemoth and then you go back to the Yeah. Is it the Sacred Lands? Is that what yeah, it's the called? Sacred, Lands, Sacred Nora Lands. Yeah. And then through to you kind of like finding out like that's where you get basically the full story essentially like there's details missing but you get the big twist of what horizon zero dawn was yeah or uh zero dawn i guess it's not called Horizon yeah, Pro zero dawn. project zero dawn yeah. yeah where you figure out what project zero dawn it is it's like 
oh no like when you get that aha moment of what the story actually is um i thought all of that was great and i wish the game had just like stopped there because then it kept going and (laughs) that's one of the things on my like bad part of this list (laughs) but you know um but yeah, I didn't want to hurt your feelings, so I went through it, I like made a list, and the longest list is the good stuff that I like loved about the game. I, I will say with what you just said, like that whole Project Zero Dawn and like you finally know what it is, and then also like the other twists of when you find out it's like, oh, why aren't you technologically advanced anymore? Like like when you go to the the, the, the Ted Faro part where it's just like, okay, that was I thought that was cool, but apparently you didn't like that. The the what part? The Ted Faro where he kills everybody. Oh, oh, so I I really appreciated that they... So that actually is going to go to one of the things that I really liked about this game. And I want I want to say... I, I want to make sure you understand that I am, <laughs> I am not saying that representation in a game is ever a bad thing. That's not the point that I'm making. Okay. But, but. Horizon Zero Dawn's a very diverse game. That is unambiguously set in North America. And <laughs> yes. although North America is a fairly diverse country, it's not as diverse as Horizon Zero Dawn is in like its a- in like its averages, right? Do you, do you understand what I mean? Like yeah, if this seems like it's kind of set somewhere like, I don't know, like let's say Colorado maybe, or I don't know if it's supposed to be Appalachian or Rocky Mountains. or Because like- I think one part of it, well, in the DLC, you go like towards Montana, so I think. Oh, okay. So, because there's there's a place called the Forbidden West, so I thought it was set more Appalachian, maybe, or maybe the Forbidden I'm, West. I'm just is gonna California. look up where it is set really quick. Just either way, yeah, it's actually it's set in Colorado. Okay, okay, yeah, it, it felt like Colorado, so it's set in yeah. Colorado. I don't think Colorado, as it stands right now, is as diverse as her, and especially because it's all in like a really small area. I'm like. This is extremely diverse, which is not a bad thing. Like, I'm but not saying you that have it's a to think really quick just to that. This is like however many years of the future when this whole project in like you get the complete change of well, like, this project because of the um where they took in like all the genes and stuff. And well, it, but like, I love that, that they change. explained it. Like, oh, okay. that was something that like me as the game when I started it, I was like, oh, this is post-apocalyptic for some, and this is this is this is the like mental loops that i went through in my brain okay so this is a game where robots killed all the humans only a few of them survived um and i'm like and everything reverted back to tribalism okay that kind of doesn't exactly make sense why would tech why would all the knowledge disappear like there's certain things that for you and me are common knowledge that for a caveman would not have been but okay but i'm like so how is it that racism just disappeared in a world where we revert back, like, racism would skyrocket. Like, that would become way more common as anyone, as you were just finding excuses for why society is collapsing. But then they explained it. They explained why everyone reverted back to tribes. They explained why the world is so diverse. Because, like you said, it was a seeded genome, not a yeah. naturally occurring one. Or, like, the, you know, way that lands were conquered by different groups of people. They explained that all knowledge was intentionally destroyed. So I I loved that they actually took the time to build a world and explain it. And, uh, the, and, it, and the explanation made sense of why all that happens. 
Yeah, you're I will say no, no, like I wish there had been a little bit more like that stuff about the alphas was such a late game reveal that yeah. you don't have a lot of time to like piece together all the little bits of to like why did this guy decide that all of society's culture needed to be erased you know and it like well, but but it made to me it made sense because he's the one who screwed up and he's like well if we keep um with our knowledge we're gonna get back into creating stronger and stronger weapons for war and we're just gonna get right back to where i messed up and it's maybe thousands of years but it's just gonna be a cycle and i want to stop all this from happening i need to erase knowledge because they're just gonna turn into me yeah, and, and I, I, I got that. I think I just wanted, like, I could imagine the story behind it. I think I just wanted a little bit. I yeah. wanted there to be more with the alphas, but you didn't have them until really late in the game. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so the, the we're, oh, the other, and this kind of goes into, like, art design. But I noticed a difference as a player before I knew the story. I'm like, okay, so there's, there's T-Rex robots. Sure, I can buy that, whatever. But I'm like, then why are there tank robots? And But there was a reason. They're two different families of robots. There's the, yes. like, Pharaoh Plague robots, and there's and the, the Gaia the, robots. Yeah, the Horizon robots, yeah. And I'm like, oh, so, like... And, you know, like, well, you're playing the game. Like, at times, I felt bad just murdering deer robots willy-nilly. Uh, and you kind of should. Like, You they kind of should, because they're the just trying to fix the land, and you're over there blowing them up and stealing their resources. Well, and they're, like, kind of not trying to fix the land anymore. Uh, like, they're kind of, like, yeah. sort of doing that, but it, it, like, doesn't have the large hive mind that it needs to direct those robots. So they're just working on, like, lower instinct, which I'm like, that's actually cool. Like, that's a good way to explain the game. Yeah. Um, So that was, that was, like, to me... I loved that that art design came through so clearly that I picked up on it and it like, you know, all these things are like, they bothered me. And then in like the right at the end of the game, I was like, oh, actually, I, I'm like pretty really cool. happy because like, I remember you like making these comments about it when we were talking through it. And then like now when it finally clicks of why it is a thing, yeah. like, it makes me happy. It's like, okay, so he like you do see exactly why it is this way. And like, I, I didn't want to like say it's like, well, there are two separate robot classes. One's the like right. destroyers and the other one is the fixer problem. But yeah. Right. And I mean, that kind of goes to the tribes too. Like I, I thought it was cool that the tribes looked unique and did tell you a little bit about the tribes. Mm. Um, like just for a second, I want to talk about how much I loved the Nora because they just made them like uh, they just made them dicks all the way down <laughs> just like <laughs> the nora sucked and they were taking commands from a door and they sucked i think that also kind of has like an insight to kind of how religion works currently right now i wondered i wanted to ask you this because i don't know i have not looked it up at all did this game get flack for its portrayal of like tribal culture i think a little bit but then a lot of people were just like whatever it's a good game diverse screw you okay yeah because i like wonder because it kind of did like both sides of it where like on the one hand yeah it was like cool that it was a very diverse game and that like they really didn't it was just a world where racism didn't get remade because the seeded population was diverse by default right yeah 
Um, so I thought that was really cool. You know what I mean? Like, just people look different. Great. But then, like, their approach of, like, tribal culture was, like, almost South Parkian. And it's, like, kind of, like, poorly veiled hostility. <laughs> like, when the Nora's whole culture is based around taking commands from error codes from a door. I'm like, wow, that really is pretty but hard. it also <laughs> kind of makes sense. Whereas, like, you are this society who's, like, like you know, it was like, you're a star of the earth, and, like, you feel see this thing that you cannot explain, and it's so much more advanced that you could ever explain, then suddenly, like, oh, this is our god. And then it's just like... Yeah. And, I, and I don't think they were trying to, like, specifically poke at any group, but I think it is, like, the natural is, like, how how you would take it is just like you see this thing that you can't explain and now it's like okay well it must be the creator because it knows more than us like i want to say i i understand i actually really liked that the nora didn't really ever have like a turn and then aloy's like i'm one of you now she like part of the reason i loved the siege of the nora is you break the siege and they're still like you brought this, it's your fault, and all these, like, old ladies are, like, clamoring, like, we can't trust her, I don't know what we, what we should do, and you then have the option of just, like, literally ignore them, and I'm like, that is what I've wanted to do the whole game, is just yeah, be like, you, you can literally I don't even like you, <laughs> like, but I loved, like, that was a time where I enjoyed the choice to, for her not to be like, listen to your hearts, I'm one of you, like, I picked the option of, like, Screw you, you backwards bumpkins. I'm opening the door. Try to kill me. I just killed a dragon. <laughs> well, on the other side of it, like the characterization of like Aloy, it's not like the things like, oh, they accept me now. So I am one of you. Like she yeah. didn't do that turn of like, oh, you accept me now. I love you. She's like, no, screw you. Don't bow to me. It's like you spent <laughs> well, yeah, this whole entire like game hating me. I'm like, no, you're not going to like get it that easily. Screw you guys. I'm still my own person. And I yeah, like that I, it wasn't suddenly like, oh, now I'm accepted and everything's perfect. It was still like, no, no, I'm still angry at you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that she never forgave them for being horrible to her. And she never should have. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You shouldn't live with the Nora anymore. They're bad. Because, like, when you see the game, the art style tells you that the Nora are going to be the goodest people because they're the least imperial. You know what I mean? Yes. They're, like, the most in tune with nature. They all dress like metallic druids. You know, they, they, they're they like, oh, we just hunt and say these lessons. And then they're also like, you look different, so you're ostracized and you're not allowed to talk to us. Um, until we need you to do something, then you're fine. And I'm like, I like that she just never went back to them, really, you know? So did you get the subtle, like, like way that they completely show Aloy as being an outcast like what how she's like clearly well physically different you notice that all of the people who are like part of the tribe and have like a family they all have symbols on her face and yeah i was Aloy gonna say is, is the, the tattoos? only person yeah. who does not have a tattoo on her face yeah i i mean and i thought I think that I noticed subtle change that early is amazing game. like yeah. I, I, yeah i noticed i was like oh because they're all like they like in families have the same marking but she right, has none right. because she has no family and I thought, like, the, the character design for that was, like, amazing. That's, like, just little subtle world building things like that is, like, another reason why I really like the game. 
Yeah. Keep bringing the positive because like I just need a little bit more positive before we can hit the negative. Well, there's a schmass section that'll be like a nice transition. I still have plenty more positive. Um, because besides just the Nora looking great and like I, I enjoyed the way that they I liked the story arc with her and the Nora because it was non-standard to me. It's not yeah. a typical story. <laughs> it, um, it wasn't Naruto where suddenly like, oh, we accept you now. Oh, you accept me. Now we're all best friends. It was like, no, screw you. I'm still mad. <laughs> I, I did like that all of the tribes looked so different and clearly had their own cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, like specifically the Karja and the uh, oh, man. Who are the Osram? Is, is the Akra? Well, those are Osram two different are ones, the aren't one. So. The Karja are the ones who have, like, you know, the little circles by their eyes and the, um, you know, their very elegant outfits. The Asram yeah. are the, like, steel workers, so they have, like, thicker yeah. leather. And then the Banuik are the northern people who, for some reason, even in the north, aren't wearing that much clothes. <laughs> yeah, the Banuks were kind of the cool ones because they were the ones that, like, would kind of work with the robots sometimes. Yes. Like, well, and... Well, we don't. We'll talk about Silence later because he's a crux of my like stuff I hated about the game. Huh, um, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Silence. Be... Oh, well, but we'll really get to that before later. Before we get too much of the negatives, did you ever ever come around on characters? Because I know a big negative for you in it was you didn't like the characters. I I well, liked Aloy's you character. Didn't like the characters, you just didn't have a reason to like the characters. I okay so. I think part of the issue of this, I will say, if you're going to bring up characters, characters to me were in the schmack category for the most part. I will say during the Siege of the Nora, um, that was a moment of me really liking Aloy's character for the first time. Because she really got to be, like, mean. Like, I don't want to say mean, but in a way, yeah. Like, finally wasn't just like, we're going to get along and be friends. I'll help you. Because that's, like, who Aloy is most of the time. Like, you get a plenty of opportunities to be a protagonist, but at some point I wanted Aloy to like put her foot down and be like, I'm not your friend anymore. You guys suck. And she finally got to do that. And I was like, yes, <laughs> the Nora are garbage. <laughs> you know, um, I, I would say that I liked, um, who's the, is it the Osirim? Um, Erend? Erend was kind of a cool character. Um, he was just kind of fun, you know, he's yeah. just like sad boy who had to be in charge of the military. Um, I like it's it sucks to say this because like I don't want to say that like any game needs to have a romance subplot for me to care. But you, you, I don't know. You wish there was one. I wanted to hug somebody, you know. Because, like, at the end when all of her friends come back and help defend the Spire, like, I, I liked that bit. Um, I kind of so didn't care about the Nora, like, far um, into the braves. side quest that you do, because, like, I know there are certain characters that will, like, definitely be there, like, will, you'll have interaction if you did certain side quests. Like, did you ever meet Vinasha, the um, black um, Karja lady? I don't think so. Well, did, what what did you side the, quest would she... Did you do, like, the Shadow Karja side quest where, like, you have to go save the one guy and then you go and um, get Prince Edamon out of the Shadow Karja lands? So here we're going to get to, I will say I didn't switch to the bad category here, but this is a problem. I don't know if I put this in bad or schmeh. I think I put this in schmeh. Yeah, this is a schmeh thing. This is a game. This is a problem that a lot of games suffer with when they have the like main quest side quest dynamic Yeah, is you hit a point in the main quest 
where if you're you- playing as the character, you can't do side quests anymore. Because like you know, you're trying, you're saying like if you are like actually immersed as the character, you're not gonna yeah. like run to the side. And that's by like, the a, time I it- got to the Shadow Karja part, I was main story and nothing else. Because okay. it's like I can't go and like hunt a deer for a guy. Like the well, actually, my homeland's burning. I, I, you know? I will say the Shadow Karja land, like the quest that you do there is like the Black Lady. Like she comes up to you, Vanasha comes up to you. And is like, hey, I need you to go, like, save this one guy from execution. Like, he's been falsely accused. And so you save him. And then she's like, okay, well, here's, I was, that was more of a test. Here's what I really want you to do is help me get Prince Edaman, the little kid, out of the Shadow Karja land. Yeah. And that actually has, like, it actually has an influence on the, like, main story. So technically that should have been main story stuff. But it was as a side quest because, like, you do like side questy stuff with it. But like story wise, for the side, like the story of those side quests actually is yeah main main quest stuff. Well, and and that's where like the reason I didn't put that as like bad is that I don't. That's a problem with any game. Like I don't really think it's a poor thing. It just I noticed that there were some new exclamation marks. But and like, I was like. Immersion. I just got like, told the, story, yeah. the Nora are being killed now. <laughs> like I'm not gonna drop everything to do five more side quests, you know. And also at that point, I was kind of ready to be done with the game, so I was like fine with being done. Um, okay, so we kind of started switching to Schmas. So let me let me go back and say the last few things that I really liked. Okay. Um, I liked the metal fusion stuff. Like, I liked that some people had it, like, in their skin, even, yeah, like you know? Yeah, had the wires and stuff. The, yeah, the yeah. Benuik actually... Well, because the Benuik are the believers that they want, like, machines and humans are one. That's why they literally have metal yeah. in their skin. So, was Silence a Benuik? Is that the idea? Yeah. So, there okay, is that's a what DLC where you actually go up to the north and, like, it deals a lot with Benuik culture and stuff like that. And there's a little bit about Silence in that. So, if you do the Frozen Wilds DLC. I might do the Frozen Wilds. We'll see. I'm, I'm still it's, thinking like, about it. Story-wise, it still does a good job. Like, story-wise, like, it, it, there's side quests and stuff like that. But story-wise, it still does a good job of all of that. Um, the, just the game in general... Um, oh, so the robots. I want to talk about them real quick. The stalkers, the like invisible things. Yeah. Awesome. Loved the way they looked. Behemoths, Thunderjaws, Tramplers, and Stormbirds, all like 10 out of 10. These yeah. monsters looked great and they were super fun to fight. Yes. There's a kind of an asterisk on the Stormbird. We'll get back to it. Um, yeah. And then just like in general, like especially when you're in the open world, just walking around, the gameplay loop of like hunting, killing, and collecting felt super good yes like fighting monsters felt great like when like doing all the different the way the elements all played with each other and unlocking all the elements on all your different bows felt really fun i liked that there was kind of a trade-off of using the arrows that knocked parts off of robots because then you didn't get the damage bonus yes for knocking those parts off but then you might get a new gun yeah and then but um, my thing is i always do like the elemental stuff so i will like blow up the ice like hit the icing with ice arrows and then it will freeze them but then you lose like chill water when you go and loot it because you blew up right. the chill water well, and it also can hurt you, but yeah, like if you're there too is close, that part. You get blown up, but like that's how I would always like get them in groups and just do that. So like area effects 
Well, I think that was like a trampler thing where I think tramplers had a bunch of shock canisters yep. on their back and you could just like hit one and it would knock out the whole wave and you just keep hitting yeah, you those keep shock each, canisters. Yeah, you keep hitting a shock canister on each one and then it keeps yeah. going off and then eventually the whole crew is dead and it's great. Um, I liked that stealth was optional. Like there were parts of the game where I stealth and then there were parts of the game where I was like, no. And then there were parts of the game where I tried and failed and had to fight my way out of chaos. I really loved that, that you could do a mission totally wrong yeah. and still finish the mission. It wasn't just like game over. You have to stealth. It was like, you should try, th- but if that's you screw up. That's been like my issue with like games, especially like Assassin's Creed. That's like one of the major yeah. things because Assassin's Creed has moved to not being all stealth anymore, but then they'll still make you do stealth. So you're playing half the game where you just run and beat the crap out of people. And they're like, oh yeah, now you have to sneak. And it's just like, why would I sneak when I can take this whole camp out because I'm that good of a fighter? Right. Like, and I'll say that Horizon did a good job of incentivizing you to, like, sneak until you can't anymore, and then when stuff goes wrong, you have to, like, do the rest of the mission, you know? It's not about hitting everything perfect. It's like, okay, I'm going to try to do the best I can, and then when things fall apart, I have to actually be able to fight in real time, too, you know? Um, I just had a note here that said glitter hawks are dicks. Oh, glitter hawks? I I, yeah, I hate them yes. so much. Yeah, no, both, like, so Mel also played the game, and, like, we both agreed that Glithawks are the worst enemy in the whole entire game. They are um, so frustrating. I, I said, uh, <laughs> my other note was just the bow and traps hitting the glow holes. I just, it felt good, you yeah, know, it, when you, like... It's a game, gameplay-wise, it feels good throughout, and it's a gameplay loop. That's why I told you, it's like, I spent, like, well, because I beat it twice, I think I am at, like, 150 hours of the game, where it's like, I spent so much time just running around and doing stuff in the game, because it feels good. It's just, they never tell you how to play the game. They, like, you have all these options just to figure it out. Sorry, what? Um, So, that is Uh later in my list of when they Uh do tell you how to play the game, and it bugs Uh me, but... Like, Uh in general, like, well, even the sound design and the visuals when you, like, hit a good shot or when you knock a part off and it, like, makes a really, like, satisfying sound. Or when you don't, it doesn't do a satisfying, like, when you just kind of, like, hit it, like, glint off the side. It's just like, and it's like, aw. It just, like, hits armor, does three damage. Like, why are you doing this to me, Deathbringer? I've knocked off all your glowy bits. Um, And then, like, uh... Yeah, just the the world is beautiful. Like, there are vistas that they have clearly intentionally put in to, like, look amazing. Um, Like, finding that broken open, um, like, lab where all the alphas were. Yeah, and like, that looked awesome. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Um, And then also, to me, the best visual in the game is, like, the Thunderjaw attacking the nora when it's like all smoke and you can just see like laser (laughs) fire and like glowing eyes and you're like climbing up the hill but that's why i loved that whole sequence because the whole all the nora lands are like full of eclipse and um or not eclipse uh, shadow karja is it i think at that point it's shadow karja it doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure it doesn't matter. Anyways. Well, that kind of does. I'll, I'll say that there is some confusion in the story about what's Eclipse and what's they, Shadow they, Cards they, and why they aren't they the Eclipse, same thing. But at that point, they're working with the Shadow. Like, it's one combined thing at that point. Yeah. Because that's when, um, God, what is his name? Helis takes over for the completely for the Shadow Cards. So right. it's Eclipse Shadow Cards when it was originally just Eclipse. But yes, it is one actual thing at that point. Um. So... 
that whole sequence, I chose to stealth and was able to stealth. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, there's like enemies everywhere. I just need to get up to the survivors. And I was like climbing up the side. Like, and there I, weren't I any handholds. It, it was the opposite for me where I got caught immediately and had to fight my way up the mountain. Where it's like, I okay, didn't fight. I guess everybody's dying here. And I fought my way up to that area. <laughs> well, and I didn't fight a single thing until I got to the Thunder Jaw. Nope. I, I, you had, know? I had to kill both of those corruptors in there and all of the cars <laughs> that were there. Um, but my favorite part about it was there weren't any yellow handholds. Like, I just kind of, like, jumped my way up a back way up the mountain and, like, found ledges and stuff. And I loved that. Because finally, I was like, look, you can, you can explore vertically without handholds. And it was really fun because I like discovered my own path. It wasn't laid out for me. There weren't yellow dots. There weren't yellow bars randomly. The walls weren't painted. I just managed to jump my way around most of the enemies and got all the way up to the thunder jaw. And I was like, Yes! I will finally, say, the game I've wanted to play! <laughs> I will say, in that way, Breath of the Wild has ruined you, because I think Breath of the Wild is the only game, to my yeah. knowledge, that just 100% free climb. Um, Skyrim kind of does it, but also kind of really doesn't do it. They just don't have a lot of walls. Yeah, but like, um, like Breath of the Wild really is the only thing I can think of where like they just allow you to do anything. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think that there is a lot of there's a lot of horizon that I think would have been served by mechanics from Breath of the Wild, but okay. So that is that is all of my good stuff. Is there any good stuff that you really want to like yell in my face that I missed? Well, I mean, it is like some of the side like side mission stuff where you do meet some awesome characters where it's like you complained about characters a lot, but like there were some really great characters that you kind of miss. Like Vanasha was cool, but like, it's, it's fine. I get, I get why you didn't do those side missions. It makes sense because you were immersed in the story. I did a lot. And so you, well, I mean, I the did later do ones. a lot of side missions. It's just the later ones. It was, and that's kind of, like I said, that's in this category of like, uh, I don't know the right answer to this, but at some point, by the time you got to the Shadow Karja lands, there was no way for me to just, like, quit the story and start side questing again, you know? Um, okay, so my, my biggest thing in the Schmack category is dialogue trees. Yeah, I know. I understand. Okay. This is stuff he, that I'll say, like, sorry, go ahead. No, here's where I'm, like, agreeing with you to a point now not so much with horizon but i will say i've been playing dragon age inquisition with leah because i lost a bet and we're like going through dragon age inquisition but the just the like you said actually to use exactly what you said about horizon it dialogue trees and the conversations drive the game to a grinding halt in that and now i'm seeing like yeah. i didn't think it's too much in horizon so i'm gonna say i disagree to a point but Playing another game where they do exactly what you said, it's just it's a grind, it's a freaking grinding halt. Whereas like I like we had this really awesome mission in Dragon Age where you like this guy tries to use time magic on you and you get sent to the future and you have to like fight your way back to the past. It's this cool mission, and then right after it, it was just hanging out and talking at the main camp. And I'm just like, why can't I be on another really awesome mission? Why am I just talking to people? Well, and I'll say this to me is the category I called Schmeh. It's not bad. It's just stuff that was kind of like, 
a nuisance to me, but I understand why it's there, maybe, you know? Like, this is not the worst dialogue trees I've ever seen. It's just still there, and it feels like, as a player of, of a lot of games that are not big title AAA games, yeah. it felt like it just had to be there because this is a popular release title. So, of course, there has to be dialogue trees because it's just, like, part of the format that they have to put that in now. Yeah. But, yeah, I was just like, except for that one instance where I got to decide to be, like, rude <laughs> to the elders of my not village, I didn't want to have that in my game at all. I could have just watched the movies and been totally happy because I liked finding all the holograms and watching them and learning. That's all I wanted. Just have a cutscene. It's fine, you know? Um... I will say another part of my um, schmack category, I'm going to call AAA BS, which is just, it's a AAA game. We got to have bandit camps and towers to find the bandit camps. Like, okay, like I get it. I know you have to do it. Breath of the Wild did it. They just did it better. Um, And just like that kind of stuff where you're always like collecting and grinding yeah, um, yeah, 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 I get it. Pro- and, like, there's worse examples of this. Like, I think you told me about, um, what's, it's not, it's not Sekiro, it's the other one. Um, what's the other? Bloodborne? Like, no, it's the other, like, samurai game you've been playing. Oh, um, gosh, why did I also forget the name? Um, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, where there's just like way too many collectibles in bandit camps. Yes, like, yes, there, there was, was a I think rational what, what did amount. I say there was 50 something? No, it was either 39 or 50 something bandit camps and there was like 50 of this type of collectible, 50 of this and yeah, yeah. So yeah. I didn't think Horizon was as bad. Like I to you cuz you don't play a lot of this, I get why you got frustrated, but I didn't think it was that bad. I would say the biggest thing that frustrated me, like thinking about it now in retrospect, because this is something that I did for no reason, um, is the loot and the getting different bows. So, you know, when you start the game and like your dead dad has like given you his like Karja, like just regular bow, like the hunter's Uh, bow, you know what I mean? Huh? Nora bow, you said Karja. Nora. I think it's I think it's called a Karja bow. No, the Karja bow is the upgraded yes. one. Okay. Come on. Here's the problem. I never got rid of that bow because that was like my special bow Aww. that my dead dad gave me. But I couldn't use it anymore. It was garbage. It was just like <laughs> this is trash now. And I'm like, well, that kind of like the whole game. Like at the very end of the game, she's talking about is it Roke, Rock? Um. Ross. 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 Ross with the T. Ross with a T. Ross. Ross. She's talking about how she remembers Ross and he was a good person. And I'm like, really? Well, because I threw away his bow like forever ago, you know? And like, there's like one of your friends that you make really early in the game gives you a suit of armor. That's garbage five minutes later. Yeah. We're and um, I'm like, Teb. Teb gives you the armor. Yeah. And then there's, like, just the needless addition of crafting and buying and looting. And I'm like, just do one of those. Like, if you want me to have to buy my bows, make me buy my bows. Yeah. If you want to have me craft my bows, have me craft my bows. If you want me to have to find my bows, have me find the bows. Instead, it does all three poorly. And I'm like, just pick one. There- I would have preferred if I could have just upgraded one weapon. Or, like, a few of them. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you get the slinger, and then you just upgrade the slinger with animal parts that you find. But 
it's a triple A game, so we have to have money, and there have to be merchants in the camps that you free by killing the bandits. And I'm like, there doesn't have yeah, to be I, that, I mean, you know? I will say that that's the thing where I can't complain too much because it is literally the precedence that um, AAA yeah. has set over the last however many years. Right. It's just like, you know, you're going to have these things and it just didn't fit the story. It like took me out of the story to do that stuff. Because like there was one thing that I liked. I wanted to get a new bow yeah. or like upgrade my bow and I had to go and hunt a certain creature. So I had to find out where that creature was and I had to go kill a bunch of them. That I actually kind of liked. It fit in the story. Like, I need this part. I'm a hunter. I go get it. Um, and it was, like, self-motivated. I decided I wanted to do that. Great. Um, the problem is that then I also had to buy it after I got the crafting materials. And I'm like, well, freaking why? <laughs> like, I don't want to just grind chunks of metal. Like, no. <laughs> just let me craft the bow. I, I yeah. I, again, tri it's, again, it's just triple A game. It's just triple A BS. But I will and say I'm like, it's I don't... the least offensive of the triple A games I have played in the last like ten years. <laughs> I, I don't know. They're, I just oh, also like the socketing like yes. their coils, but it's gems or whatever. Like that, just I didn't want to deal with it. You know again. I had like seven thousand of those by the end of the game. My inventory yeah, was just I just had to keep crammed them. full. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, at some point, you get to a point where it's just like, why do I have seven thousand white coils? You know what I mean? They're garbage. They're worth five scrap. Like, I have seven million scrap now. Who cares? I I get, um, again, I get you because this is you. Like we've talked, you play a lot of indie or smaller games, and then triple A. Triple A does this. Yeah. this that, I don't think that is a horizon complaint. I think that is a complaint of the gaming industry as a whole. Yeah, I think that it's just like there are some symptoms and that pop up in Horizon that are like, it's not the worst way I've ever seen it done. The lack of inventory space is pretty frustrating early on yeah. because it's so essential and it's like there's no reason not to overfill your inventory, but then managing your inventory sucks. But it's just like a part of the game I wish wasn't there. And I don't feel like it needed to be in the way it was for me to want to go out and fight monsters. Yeah. Fighting the monsters was fun enough. Stop twisting my arm. I'll do it. You don't have to make me want to fight monsters. I want to, you know? Um, and I think that's like part then, of it is like they, they didn't realize how fun their gameplay was. And they're like, oh, especially for a lot of side missions, like, oh, go fight this specific monster and get this specific thing. A lot of the times, because I was already fighting a lot of the stuff, I could just hand it off because I already hunted that thing. <laughs> right. Well, and then that is going to be like, I know you said there are some good side quests. There were some. I played some of yeah. them. They were fine. There were also a lot of side quests that were like, go get my bow for me. Like, no, dude, I'm not your gopher. Yeah. And I, I the, will say after I told you to play all the side quests, I realized like, oh, no, it's not all. It is. There is a select few good ones because when I was playing it again, I'm like, oh, well, this is a, just go find this ring inside of this pig. Yay. And there are some, there's like errands, side quests, main quest, yeah. you know, and the errands all suck, <laughs> like pretty much universal, universally. <laughs> um, and the side quests are kind of like hit or miss. Um, I didn't like the like tracking thing where you would like yeah. scan with your thing and then it would just put tracks on the ground that you had to follow and find things in a certain order. Um, <sighs> that to me was just like, it wasn't bad. I, I wouldn't say this is like terrible. 
I just didn't care. Well, the for way it. they can I mean? make that worse is just straight up. Um, maybe just having Trouts on the ground and not having it actually track him, and you literally had to look at the tracks on the ground. I'm looking at you, Ghost of Tsushima. Literally, you couldn't like. First, Ghost of Tsushima, you couldn't lock onto things. And second, you couldn't lock onto tracks and stuff. So you literally had to be looking at the ground as you ran. And sometimes it would branch off and you would miss it because, you know, you're looking for tiny little footprints in a freaking video game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I would also say that, like, for me, a lot of the characters were, like, forgettable to nice like yeah. there was a lot of interactions where people were just like Aloy you're amazing you saved my like you found my ring in the pig like alright Steve glad I could help later yeah, then you, you never know. see Steve again but there's other people where it's just like oh hey like Petra the forge worker lady was great uh, did I know she Petra? made the cannons Petra. that you shot at the end or did you not talk to her I don't think I ever spoke to Petra. Well, crap. Cause th I didn't know where those cannons okay. came from. Wow. I wanted to ask if they still... So they still show up at the end, but you just don't know Petra? No, I don't think I ever talked okay, to Petra. Okay, because, yeah, there's a mission off... Like, that's a side mission where, you, like, you go into a bandit camp, get the materials for her, and then, like, she teaches you how to use it, and you guys become, like, close. That's so funny, because I had no idea that how to use them. really, really funny, because I didn't know... Like, I'm glad... I'm actually glad you did it, because I didn't know what would happen if you did it. It's like, do they just not... Do you just not do that part? No, you do that part. You just have oh, no... that's awesome. You just have no context for that at all, which is really funny to me. Well, and it's it was funny because like I remember it. You know, you hit the part where they're getting sieged, and um, Aaron's like to the cannons, and they all run and you know, and all the uh, Osirim, yeah. yeah, all the Osirim go and get on cannons, and I'm like. Do the Osirim just have cannons? No, I guess. Sure. No, you know, Petra, it kind of like made sense to Petra me. Petra was the Osirim who specifically like was a smart tanker oh. who made those cannons. That's who, That's that funny. is hilarious. That you just didn't have any context for it. And it like I love how they still <laughs> put that part you... there. You just like they could have just been like, oh, you just don't do that part, and it's handled by the Osirim who know about these things. But no, you just have no context. Well, and it was really hard the first i died a bunch of times there because like the first time i did it i couldn't shoot the cannon i didn't know how yeah because yeah, yeah there's a whole side mission where you learn how to like you hold it down and you shoot out the grenades that is hilarious that makes me that's, really happy that, actually that you can just straight funny. up do it the wrong way that's that's fun yeah, yeah that's awesome um so that that's all of my schmas stuff. Okay, so we're we're forty minutes in of like not me being super negative. Now you, you can be for negative be... for twenty minutes, Cody. Okay, so here's my bad stuff. Really? Here's the stuff that I'm like, th this to me should have been. I, I will say, I'm gonna the take the biggest really thing. Quick, I'm gonna take a deep breath, so I'm not combating you on this. As we talked about off, off um recording, which a lot of people didn't get to hear us be humans for once, where I was like, I understand you're allowed to have your opinions, but it does like I have that urge, internal urge to jump because it is something I like so much. But you're allowed to have your negatives. And I'm going to not fight you on everything you say. So go ahead. Okay. So b biggest thing I would say that like stood out to me for when this game came out uh, and considering how much it cost, there was some like terrible animation and voice acting, like nearly broken animation and voice acting. I will say a little, a little bit of that is the PC port. 
a little bit, but uh, also there were times on so. my playthrough where I noticed Sonya um having some very stiff animation in her character, and it's like that's gonna get called out eventually. And yes, it just did. So <laughs> well, and it's just like the there's just like scenes that don't play like the cutscene doesn't flow well into the action of the game, or like. There's the mouth moving doesn't match the words. That's what I'm talking about. It's yeah. really easy to um, like trip a voice action, and then it didn't. It, it's like there was one part where Aloy was like grunting because she was supposed to be climbing, but I had slipped off the rock, and so I'm just like standing there, and Aloy's going like, uh, 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 gotta get my hands up, and I'm standing perfectly still, and I'm like. Aloy, what's happening? Okay, I will say a little bit of those glitches are because of the PC port. A little bit, a little bit. I don't a really. Think I'm, that's that's why I say I'm. I'm saying a little bit of it because I have heard at, at that the, same thing for the PC port, but I didn't experience that same. Some of, like I experienced a little bit of what you're talking about, but I did not experience all the same stuff. Well, and then there's just, like, a part where the Sun King, like, after they win the battle and everyone's cheering, like, there's a scene where Aloy's just, like, holds her bow above her head, but there's no one around her. She's, like, standing Wait, in an empty room. are you talking about room. the last, um, the last battle? Yeah. Cody. There's, like, two other people with her. Yeah, they were supposed to- And she's just like, <laughs> woo! I- <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> there, there, because of the side quest, I think there were supposed to be more people around you. <laughs> I, th- I, th- they were like, I think that's your fault. <laughs> there was just like me and Erin and, and that Bo- mom and her son. But she's like standing out over an overlook. But there's no one under the overlook I th- I, to see if her. If I remember, I think there are supposed to be people there. But maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't remember. And then... It cuts back to the Sun King who just like randomly hugs a guard. Yes. But the guard doesn't animate. He's just like still standing as the king's just like well, gives him a weird he's supposed hug. To be, it's supposed to be an, like one of those, oh, thank God, awkward moments. But it's just like, oh, yes, we've never hugged. I didn't know if that was like actually supposed to be awkward, but he's like a pretty genial guy. Yeah. Like he seems like he would have friends around him. And then he like also like raises his hand in triumph to like. But you can't see Aloy because they're too yeah, far they're away. Yeah, because they're literally a mile away. <laughs> and I'm like, this is just so clumsy and yeah, weird. Yeah, okay, um, okay. And, and then also just sometimes the voice acting is not great. I, like, I will agree with there are some parts where it's not. And I think um, of a few. <laughs> so that, that I feel like is low-hanging fruit. I think a lot of people have made that point. Okay, so here's the big thing. I hate silence so 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 is it like the normal hate because he is a dick or is this hate beyond that let's get into it is it is hate partially for he's kind of like a douchey character like that is a thing like you're not supposed to really like him he's not supposed to be a good guy well he kind of like has a heel he like you start out and you're like, I'm suspicious of silence. And then he like has a turn where he's like, I'm actually a nice guy. And then at the very end, he just has a heel turn and goes back to being exactly what I thought he was going to be. And I'm like, well, you didn't fool me game. I got it. I was never fooled by what silence was. What bothers me is I didn't have the option as Aloy or the player to be like, Hey, I don't actually trust silence and don't want to talk to him. And 
what it what it really represents to me though is that I wanted this to be a game where the part where it's the worst is there's um you're going down to like see the uh the alphas yeah. right and note this is after the siege of so it's it's just like night and day it's like two different ways to do the game the siege of the nora I decided to stealth and I like clambered my way up a mountain clumsily and got around all the guys and it felt really epic. And then I got to decide as Aloy to tell all of the Nora elders. I didn't care about them. That felt great. Then we go to the alphas thing and he's just like, I've been here before I left you a rope bridge. I'm like, well, could you not have (laughs) like, I don't want you to leave me a rope bridge. I'll get there myself. (laughs) I don't like you. And it's just like most of the main quest was just doing whatever silence told me to do. And like beyond the sequel bait, which I did not think was bad. It was not painful sequel bait. Um, I don't know why he was there. Like, why couldn't it have just been you breadcrumbing together all these little clues, finding like hints in these ruins? Like you already have a reason to go on this quest. Why do I need silence telling me to go on the quest? I would rather it be like, these quiet introspective moments where just Aloy is figuring it out or honestly, why not Aloy and errant, a likable character. But I, I wish that the motivation for the quest to move forward was not silence dropping you a message and was instead Aloy being like, I need to figure out who I am. I want to know what's happening. I want to save the world. Instead it's silence nudging you down the road. I, I mean, I, I will, I will agree with what you just said. I, I agree with that. Um, I I because like I, I feel like they, they needed some way of like getting the things that like she wouldn't like the the places. There was like places that she wouldn't have known about. And I think that was like their way of combining it together, but then also presenting this guy who would later be some sort of villain for the next game. And like the thing is his like little he, he never had a heel turn of being evil. He told you exactly what he was doing from the very beginning of I'm here for the knowledge. I really don't care about he, what happens to anybody else. I just want the knowledge. And so to me, there was no heel turn of evil. There was just, oh, he told you exactly who he was. There was like that slight like, OK, I'm going to be go- good to you. Kind of he he never felt remorseful. It felt more like, oh, he's doing this to make you feel g- good about yourself rather than like oh he's actually turning to be a good guy well and that to me is why he was just like a useless character Mm. is he didn't really have a character arc he was just there and then at the end like at the so like i said there's the part where he like gives you the workshop which doesn't have anything in it but whatever has this Um, awesome glowy spear yeah which i didn't want because I wanted to use my spear that my dead dad gave me. I mean, yes, me. I also agree with that, but I do like having my lightning spear because I feel like I'm a freaking Yeah, anim- I used it for- I feel like I'm an anime character. <laughs> yeah, I just, I only used it for like five minutes and melee was useless in the game at that point for me for, I think I just I, did by the I just, yeah, trees. no, I use it to knock down um, enemies a lot to get them off my back, so- Cause yeah, you get that um, skill tree upgrade of like for the bigger ones, you can knock them down with your heavy attack, and that's like that's the only way the spear remains useful, is that you could knock down a saw with one hit and then like get away from it. But anyways, yeah. So like, what I mean though, what I meant about a heel turn was that like at the end of the game, you know, he gives you the workshop and he's like. I'm gonna go wander around, but this place was yours. It was yours all along. You're the special chosen one, and I'm like. 
thanks dude i didn't need you to tell me that um and then the post credit scene he like gets hades in a bottle so he can like question hades you know what i mean or but then he's like walking towards one of the big giant like earth destroying robots and i thought it was implied that he was going to wake that up um just to see what happens because he's like i don't know evil or whatever um it's again not evil he wants the like like there was that whole part where he was like so upset about what ted faro does it's like oh well you got rid of all of this knowledge and all of this stuff that we could have been using i like he is a character who wants knowledge i don't think it's necessarily that he's evil that he's upset about the knowledge being gone and he wants to create he basically wants to become the yeah. new ted faro is he wants to create this technologically like advanced world yeah. and he's upset that it doesn't exist and i i think what well, have you watched the trailer for the second game because it's coming out sometime next year i i have not watched okay, the trailer but yet, yeah no. i mean it doesn't really say much about silas except for like he's probably definitely one of if not the bad guy in it yeah i mean i assumed he was the villain of the next game which is yeah. fine um like that honestly doesn't exactly bother me like i said i didn't find the like um sequel bait to yeah. be annoying because you, you i thought i thought i remembered you telling me that i thought that you thought i wouldn't like it that there was a sequel tease um but i was i was okay with the sequel i tease. mean there's a bit um, more of it in the um dlc which it is literally just uh, it, uh, i will get spoil it for the dlc the sequel tease of the dlc is literally just going through a bunch of dialogue trees and talking through it yeah and that's what you're not kind of figured like that. that's what it was but um be. I, I i will say i i think that at least sequel wise i'm definitely i am definitely going to play the sequel i don't know about if like you're into it if it comes to computer yeah but I, I i like the game enough i understand why you don't like silence i i get it i am not um, yeah and i mean upset. that just kind of <laughs> sorry uh so that just kind of boils into like my uh, next like that boiled down is basically my next issue which is the illusion of choice that kind of is the dialogue trees but it's also just in general it feels like there's forks in the road but there really isn't it's a linear story that's fine yeah. I just wish it didn't waste my time pretending like it wasn't a linear story. Yeah. Just tell the story. It's fine. Like, you don't need to hide that. But that also feels a little bit like AAA nonsense. Yeah, I, um, like, like, you have choices to make, like, the um, thinking with your mind, heart, or fist, or whatever thing. But those don't just didn't do anything. truly do anything. <laughs> and I got to say, because one of my friends was like, oh, I realized that there's choices in this game. So now I have to, like, go and, like, look up the, like, right ones to make. I'm like, it really doesn't matter. It's like no. it's like you can it's the same play. game. It's like it literally doesn't matter. But okay, if you want to look up like a guide, you can go ahead and look up a guide. Um, the other another thing I would say I thought was like bad and to me should have been should have been better in a game this expensive is like some of the finer details of the story and how they all mesh together. I really liked what the story ended up doing. I liked the direction it took. It was a twist that I didn't see coming. Great. And then like I really start thinking about it and I'm like it just like doesn't not all the gears quite click together. And I think some of that is to leave mysteries at the end, but then some of it, I'm just like, so is the Pharaoh virus Hades? And it's like, the answer to that is no, no. apparently. And I'm like, well, why they feel like a simpler story would be that the Pharaoh virus, like managed to slightly infect Gaia, but instead it's just like, it's just like, literally gaia got struck by some random lightning who knows and i'm like yeah, well, that so, doesn't really i think make that, sense. i feel like they're going to explain that more in the next game but like they kind of like 
Where it's like something yes. happened where now all of the different parts of Gaia became sentient and rebelled and escaped. And so like the DLC kind of deals. Is that what yeah. happened? See, that didn't fully land well, well, for the, me. The, the DLC exactly kind of explains it because you're dealing in, with that in the DLC. You're dealing with a different. You're not dealing with Hades. You're dealing with a different one of the entities. And it kind of explains like, oh, there are the other ones are still out there like wreaking havoc and that kind of like sets up for the next game where it's like there's multiple yeah, different and, ones of them and like uh, and like and so there's like the end where he captures hades in the can he asks him who woke you up is what he asks yeah and so right that's right, right. Going so that's to be a mystery. The mystery of like how they actually woke up and became separate entities and split yeah and then, like, who exactly the Eclipse and the Shadow Karja are and how exactly they ended up relating to each other is just kind of like, he started a cult called Eclipse. And I'm like, how how did they end up becoming just in charge of the Shadow Karja? Because he was one of the okay. higher up um, military leaders. And then um, him and the um, priest Bahavis, like, basically took over the Shadow Karja. And if you did the side quest, like, Bahavis, you oust Bahavis. And so it just like goes yeah. down to just be Helis, and so Helis is the sole leader of the Shadow Card right. at that point. So, right, which he basically was yeah. anyways, just through like some of the yeah. Now I'm kind of wondering if this is like now this almost bothers me more as sequel bait because I, like oh, once no. I like realize that it's like oh there's all these subsystems that and like Hades is one of them that went rogue or whatever. I'm like it actually kind of would have been cool if like there were areas of the world that you could find those subsystems in before you got there. So then you could think back and be like, Oh, mother's mountain was I, I get, yeah, I get what whatever Apollo or, you know, like you find one of the cauldrons is totally destroyed and it's like, Oh, that was Apollo. It got erased, you know, but like that, that symbolism of like a bunch of subsystems around Gaia in the center and like the kind of Greek theming, just didn't show up until like the freaking very end of the game. And I'm like, well, that would actually, it feels like a better story would have been to have you find all those parts. And then at the end you realize like, Oh, these were all the different subsystems responsible for different I, parts I of the world that. or like different functions. And they all would have tied in better, but instead it felt very separate that there was like the Gaia part made sense. All the subsystems were just like, what the frick are all of those? You never see anything about those. Like you could have just not mentioned them and it would have been the same story. Um, so there's just like some of that. That's what I mean about it doesn't feel like it fully all clicks together. And I think you're right. Some of that is sequel bait, but I also think some of it is just like triple A. I just think it could have been better foreshadowed throughout the entire game and through the art design, but eh, the art was still really good. So that's a little bit, whatever. Um, yeah. And then this one is like, not going to surprise you at all. I do feel like there were points where there was way too much handholding, especially when you were tracking stuff. And it was just like, Look at the ground. Scan the thing. Follow the I, blood. I will say the tracking like, is the only time I okay. truly felt like there was a lot of handholding. Because th th there was like other times, like when I did the second playthrough, like I, there are some things I did notice. Because the first playthrough was just like, holy crap, this game is amazing. But the second one was like, yeah. you had to scan all of the things at the camp before you could even move on. And it wasn't like, oh, yeah. well, two out of three of them are enough. And like, if you do the third one, then it's like you get a little bit extra. It's like, no, you have to do all three. And that's like, 
And it wasn't like really hard to find. It wasn't like a puzzle. It was just like and stuff sometimes there was like one do. time where I just couldn't find the third thing that I was supposed to scan. And it's like, well, if yep. if it was like a that thing where it's like me. you can only scan, like you only had to scan two out of the three, and then the third one gives you like a bonus or it gives you like more information. That's what should have happened. But I like that's to me the only time it was truly handholdy. You might have another yeah. idea of it, but that's when it was like. No, I think so, if that exact thing. Yeah, happened it was me. just very handholding, and I and I get that because. Like, like I said, I played this twice, so I had it with, like, the clouded eyes of, this game is amazing. Then the second was like, I love this game, but, like, there are some things I'm noticing. Because, like, part of the play, second playthrough was so I could, like, clearly talk about this again be, without the, like, just right. the eyes of, I love everything that's happening on screen. Um, the, the climbing eventually, too, for me, like, anytime there were yellow dots and you had to follow the yellow dots in an exact Triple order, I was again. just like no and it got really bad and again this was all post nora siege when like going and fighting the alphas was like you didn't fight anything you just climbed for like an hour which one was this or you were doing those finding all the alphas oh yeah like the alpha office and the you know all that that whole end bit it looked really cool but that, I'm just like, I don't care about climbing up fell, and down right? elevator shafts. That, that was the one where like the mountain exploded. Yeah. 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 Um, and there was just so much of that where I would just, I was like done with this part of the story. And it's like, nope, gotta shimmy up this thing. And there was like, even like a little dialogue thing where Aloy's like, oh, well, this has stood for a thousand years, right? It's not going to collapse now. And I'm like, of course, it's not going to collapse now. It's yellow. Yellow things can't collapse. We all know that. Like, I don't know why there are I, yellow I, I things guess everywhere. There, there's but also the opposite of that, wherein I think it was Uncharted 4, where like there were so many times where you'd be climbing, the su- suddenly a part of the wall would fall, and you would fall and have this whole like thing where you had to like do quick time events to not die and like slide down. And like, and that well, happens again and that. again and again. And so that is the other way of doing it, where it's like, oh yeah, you can climb, but you're going to have like this whole scene of you falling down. <laughs> And I will say I, I appreciate that there were no quick time yep. events. I really liked the lack of quick time yep. events. Man, I finished the game. And the whole um, game, the whole ending was just one big quick time event. I'm kidding. That would have been that I, I that's like one I of those quit. things like I I quit. I'm not playing this anymore. Um Okay, so uh, another this this is now getting into like picky. This is this isn't nitpicky, but it is a I think this is like a pretty big issue and I'm like a little bit disappointed. Um, they kind of blew their load on the monsters for me. What do you mean? And what I mean by that is oh, that's uh, why the monsters were white. I, because of cum. <laughs> I'm deleting yes, that exactly comment. What I, mean. <laughs> what, what I mean is it's like, I randomly found and killed Stormbirds and Thunderjaws literally in my life a month ago. And, oh yeah. And then you're and like, then at oh. the end of the game, they didn't have anything else. They were just like Thunderjaws, Stormbirds everywhere. Okay. We just gotta. We don't have anything. I will else say to throw that is you, my right? biggest complaint about the quote unquote last boss is it was just another Deathbringer. Another like it wasn't Deathbringer. like they could have been like one of the uh, world ending machines that you had to run and shoot around. But now it was just a slightly stronger Deathbringer. And it, was it even slightly stronger? Was it just like it, another it Deathbringer? Was, it had more health and more. Um, the things on it were harder to break off. That's that's literally all. See, and it's just like hit point scaling is the laziest. I, game I will say that that was like, the biggest disappointment is that it wasn't like 
a different boss. It was just something you had already thought multiple times ago. Well, and when you look at like the cinematography of like what happened. So again, like to me, this is why the game peaked for me yesterday when I did the Siege of the Nora is the Siege of the Nora. You like fight your way up a mountain or in my case, I didn't. I got to make that choice. It was all dark. There was smoke. You could see like glowing eyes up in the sky and like fire. There were people getting attacked. And you got to, like, jump in there and get into this really cool fight with a Thunderjaw, and it felt awesome. Like, that was, like, so much. And I was, like, firing on all cylinders. It felt great. I, like, took that Thunderjaw apart. I was healing. I was doing all this stuff, you know? I felt really good. I was using its weapons against it. Felt great. And then the second part of the game, it's like, oh, okay, so the the end of the game, right? This is, like, my biggest gripe with both the monsters and then this part, too. The fight with the last cultist. Oh, with Helis? Yes. It was garbage. Because for one thing, it just like drops you down into getting murdered. Like that's like there's the way. not even like the the cutscene to fight and there wasn't like a big conversation. You literally just if you jump down and then he's running at you. That is the com- like that's yeah, the big confrontation the is, is you drop down to stop him and he's already running at you with his double blades. <laughs> and the thing that's funny is like you drop down like next to a bomb barrel with people throwing fire at you and I'm like okay like <laughs> <laughs> well yeah right I just end up like but I got killed in the first thirty oh, seconds I did it because I'm so actually many good at times. Video games. Um, oh, suck it. And then fighting him, I'm like, the problem is, yesterday I killed T-Rex. And now, yeah, and this guy, and now I'm hitting you multiple times in the chest with a spear and it's doing nothing. And this guy doesn't wear a shirt. <laughs> you know that, what that's I the mean? Thing, like, you, that's the thing I just don't get about games where you t- like take a spear against a normal guy, swipe across his chest, and it does like 50 damage. And it's just like, he's not wearing a shirt yeah. and I just cut into his chest that should have done a lot he should be like falling down bleeding everywhere and it felt like they needed to make that fight hard so they just gave him a A ton ton of health health and and you couldn't do arrow damage to him blocks arrows yeah and i'm like when has he ever been able to block and so you just had to shoot bomb barrels next to him until he died or hit him or um do trip caster anything because it, it's literally it, that i agree with you on that that the the it's such this epic thing all the other stuff you do in that last level and then the, both of the boss fights in it just weren't good well it's funny i liked like even the fight with the behemoth like in the shadow card that was really awesome because they took away all your stuff. I like almost wish they had just given you like one crappy bow and you had to like fight him off with just like a crappy bow. And that was why it was hard. You didn't have any of your stuff, you know? Um, but I liked they took away stuff and you had to like figure out a solution, whatever. Like I thought that was cool. Um, but I like that she's like, well, come down here and fight me yourself. You're not nothing. And then when she goes to fight him, someone's like, no, you'll get killed by him. And she's like, no, I don't think I will. And then you jump down there and it's like, yeah, he is just like a guy named Doug. With a sword. <laughs> guy named Doug with double blades and no shirt. Again, he wears no shirt. <laughs> I just want one yeah. time for me in the game to hit a guy in the chest with a sword and then, then just to bleed out. <laughs> just to just like well, to fall th- over and just like, oh crap, I'm not invincible because I'm not wearing armor. Oh crap. <laughs> 
the thing that was funny too is he never killed me. It was always his minions, <laughs> like because I would just get I would yeah. just get like clipped by a firebomb and then get exploded. When I killed all of his minions, I was just like yeah, running in run, circles. You wait, you shoot him with a sling or whatever, and then you run to the next thing and do the do it again. Yeah, and I'm just like, this is the least intimidating bad guy, and he was like wearing his big headdress. He like he looks, looks like all a big rooster, tough, but he's but he's like he's just normal height. I'm like I. How are you scary? You're made of meat. Wait, wait, you know? So, so when you finally beat him, there is like a choice of it. And like his death scene is different. So what did you choose? Like, how did it end up for you? Oh, I, I chose the like, you don't matter. Oh, yeah. And then I so stabbed just, him. Mel, I think Mel did the same thing where he's like, you he just stabbed directly in his chest. And just the, No, me, I think I chose for some reason I did compassion. And like, she's like, turned your head to the side. It's like, he looks and it's like a slow. And then she stabs him. But Mel's just like, nope. It just offs him. It just, just stabs <laughs> him directly in the chest. I'm like, oh, my, she actually talks to him before stabbing him. It's like, oh, God. Yeah, it was just like so such a le- like it was just like such a waste of a time fight. Okay, and then you go and do the cannons, and that part was kind of cool. Like I it was fun. It, like it overstated. But then at one point, point. <laughs> it it did, especially when at some point you just have to lose because obviously they have to get to the spire so you can have the end fight. So it's like I'm like fighting off a thousand tanks, and then at one point it's just like hard cut. You get overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then suddenly they okay. just blow up the thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, it feels like they could have just shot rockets at it immediately because I can't shoot rockets out of the air and I can't kill it before it shoots rockets, but whatever. Um, yeah, and then the end. Okay, so this is like the end fight was lame. It was just another Deathbringer. And here's the big problem. And this is kind of a problem with Stormbirds too. Eventually, you knock off all the glowy bits. And it still has like a quarter of its, it's health funny left. And I'm like, I knocked off all the glowy. Well, I also did other damage, but I knocked off the glowy bits and blew it up with stuff, and it died. Like when it had no more glowy bits, it was dead. What I was down to is I just like the last notch of its health. I just kept having to overheat it. It would open a vent. I would shoot a bunch of arrows in the vent, and then it would close the vent. I'd have to overheat it again, and I'm like. At the end, it was just like that thing alone with no guns and not dead. And I'm like, oh, it was my one gosh. of those things. You should go to that area to talk to people before, like, the end. That's like an optional part of the thing. And it's like, when yeah, you go yeah, there, it's that. just like, oh, this is very much a final boss. This is literally an arena. <laughs> yeah, and it was just an arena. Like, this like is- that's the other thing, too. It's just broad daylight in an arena. Like, <laughs> also, why didn't I just go stab Hades right away? Right. Yeah. Like, there's this hey, big you monster. Guys deal like, with this. I don't care. I'll kill Hades while this is happening. <laughs> and like, I wish there had been like a like a digital environment boss fight with Hades. Like, that would have been so I cool. Also, you like, know. Honestly, I wish because they tease. If you look at the computers and stuff, they tease the like metal devils, the horror, the um Pharaoh robot Horus, which is the one with the giant tentacles and stuff. Why couldn't you fight? Yeah. One of those, and like have this huge yeah, anything. like. Oh my gosh, this thing is larger than life, and you all are shooting arrows at it, and it's like slamming tentacles in the ground. You're, why couldn't you fight that? And hopefully, in the next yeah. game, hopefully, you're fighting one of those. Because you see it yeah, all over yeah, the you, place. You, You've like seen like one three of the areas, you, like, you right? literally zip line down off of one of the um, metal devils. And like, why couldn't that be the last boss? And that was like the only thing that was truly disappointing yeah. is you just fight another. Deathbringer. Yeah, it's just accepted as more hit points, which makes yeah. the fight worse. That, 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 that was like more poorly the one, me, the one thing that's like really was just disappointing to me is it's just another Deathbringer. Also, 
because I watched Mel play it, you can literally just run and hide up in one of the like um, tower areas in that arena and just stealth it the whole time. Yes, really. Because I watched Mel do that. I'm like, <laughs> I stayed in the center and fought this thing. And you could just hide. It's just like I just I'm so scared. I just don't want to fight. I'm like, I'm so mad that you can just hide. Well, and it's like it's not even like your companions can die. No. You know, like they didn't have health yeah, bars. Yeah, you can't do like it wasn't in like other games where you run. have to like re- like do the revive or stand next to them to pick them back up. But now, yeah. I I mean I I will agree with you. Like the I loved it. I love the story. I love the bit where she goes back to her technically mom's grave. I loved all of that. Yeah, but the death. See, that's was, what yeah. I thought. This. I thought that's what the sequel bait was going to be when her mom's like, or her not mom, yeah. but her yeah, clone, yeah. whatever, <laughs> or she's the clone of clone origin clone anyways doesn't matter when she's like i'm gonna go back home you know after she closes the hatch all the way or whatever you know thing they did i was like oh i thought you were gonna have to like i thought following her was gonna be the next game oh yeah she leaves kind of like a trail and stuff and there's well and it was like you didn't see her die so she's alive by there's no story standards like there's like maybe like a message to oh hey there's like this other safe haven place that you would find that would have been cool yeah that's what i thought it was going to be and then instead it was more silence and i was like well i mean if they let you i can't wait to shoot silence with an arrow yeah i i I, I, I can't wait to kill him (laughs) it's like as effed up as that sounds (laughs) But yeah, I think we, we've definitely, this is great. We talked for a literal hour about Horizon Zero Dawn. I told you it was going to be an hour. Like when I started typing my list, well, which we have gotten all the way through. That I'm that, glad yeah, I was that like, this like, is going to be an hour. Like Overall, I guess you liked it, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like I said, we talked for longer about good and stuff I mean, the, than we did about bad, bad stuff. stuff like so. half of it, I agree with. It's like, yeah, triple, triple A games are yeah. going to be triple A games. But I think it's the least of the offense. It's the least offensive of the triple A games. There, I've played worse. It, it was <laughs> definitely sure more original worse. than most AAA games. Like they just released a new Assassin's Creed like three days ago, of this recording. Like, yeah, I'm done. With, with, I yeah. don't care. <laughs> we we'll talk about Assassin's Creed later because like there's so many people like, oh, it's so good. You should check it out. It's like, well, the game I've been playing is Black Spider Man, and it's like I think that's a far more important game than white vikings <laughs> it's like, yes it's like yes assassin's creed does yet another white main character it's like i know they've done diverse well, characters like, are before, they gonna but, be yeah. better than god of war like if they're not gonna be better than god of war yeah why are and you god, see but you that's the I thing mean? i would play it because i like norse mythology like it's interesting because it's not the mythology i grew up learning about so like when i played god of war yeah. that was so fun because it's like I only know like what I've researched on my own, like actually seeing like more stuff like that I didn't know and like researching and looking up stuff after I played it. That was cool. But is Assassin's Creed really going to try to outdo God of War? Like God of War <laughs> was so good. Like yeah, right. single-handedly I, one I of the best you. PS4 games. And there's like, oh, we can do this better with with a franchise that's kind of been overdone yeah a little bit a little bit overdone, Anyways, just Cody, a scooch overdone. i suppose we got more recording to do so we're gonna have to end this <laughs> you All can right. check him out at the wandering gamer uh, network and you can check me out at something because you're zero and side characters podcast we'll sh- catch y'all flip side whatever bye <laughs> bye <laughs>